0: Well, he broke the Bible down to where I could understand it, because I never understood the Bible before. So when he did that, he sold me right then and there. So March 12, 2012, he led me to the Lord. My life been great ever since.
1: This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Before we get to our guest today, I want to share with you that we have an exciting new app for your phone, mobile device, or computer, and that's the Charisma Media Audio app. Say that three times fast. It's kind of tough, but if you enjoy reading Charisma Magazine, then now you have the option of listening to it. So we invite you to listen in the spirit at charismamediaaudio.com. Today, we're privileged to have Kevin King with us. Recently, we spoke with William Bumpus, who, along with his wife, evangelist Juanita Bumpus, runs the Jesus Inside prison ministry, and that's based in Indianapolis. And they have what's called Jesus House, which is part of their ministry. And Kevin King is with us today. Kevin is actually living in Jesus House So he's going to share some of his testimony with us. Kevin, welcome to Charisma Connection.
0: Hey, good morning.
1: Good morning. Well, I understand that Jesus' house is a house for men, and uh, there's about 50 uh, beds in there. And you have how many people in there now?
0: Uh, Currently, I believe it's like 30.
1: Okay. And how long have you lived there, Kevin?
0: I've been here four years now.
1: Four years. Okay. Well, how long are you able to live there?
0: You can lay, stay here as long as you,
1: long as you like. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so it's a good option for you then. So, would yes. you would you mind sharing something about your testimony with us?
0: Yes, I'm. Yes, I will. Please go ahead. You want me to start off yes. from the beginning? Yes. Yes. So yeah. Okay. When I was 16 years old, my father died from carbon dioxide poison from the furnace. And my mother was on drugs all my life, so she moved to Florida to get herself together. So think about a 16-year-old kid with no, no guidance, no parents, teaching me how to do anything, to be a grown-up. So eventually I got kicked out of school. I started running the streets, started gangbanging, hanging with the wrong crowd. But see, me, I didn't have nobody, no no grown-up to, to, to teach me nothing, so I started robbing people just to get something to eat. Mm. If I had to rob somebody for $20 to get something to eat, I had to do it. Because I was 16 years old, I didn't know no better. But I'm going to paint this picture for you. Think about a 16-year-old kid outside, hanging with his friends. And their parents tell them to come on in the house, it's time to eat. And I'm looking through the window, watching them eating. my stomach growling. Mm -hmm. Like like a TV screen, you know. And I I was hungry. So I had to go out there and do what I had to do. I'm not saying it's right, but at that time, I didn't know no better. So I started robbing people to get something to eat sometime. I started selling drugs to make some money. So I lived a life of crime from 16 years old to 21 years old. When I turned 21 years old, I served some drugs to an undercover police officer, and they sent me to prison, a two-year sentence. Mm-hmm. First ever being in prison, I got put out of school. I'm in prison. So after that, it's like a never-ending cycle.
1: Sorry, I've so how, how five- old were you, Kevin, when you went to prison for the for that time for the
0: first time I was 21 years old 21 okay yes so when I went to prison like a never in the cycle mm. when I got out of prison see so I have my family and friends never sent me no money or nothing when I was in prison but when I got out of prison they was at the gates waiting on me mm. with some drugs some liquor and they gave me some drugs to sell to get back on my feet was we didn't know no better so that's how we knew they mm-hmm. thought they was blessing me, at the, but at the same time, they was really hurting. Mm-hmm. So as doing that, just think about it. A young kid is getting out of prison. He had all these hopes and dreams what he wanted to do. I went in there got my GED. I got my small agent trade. I did all this stuff, and I had all these dreams of what I wanted to do. But as soon as I got out of prison, my family and friends were waiting on me. Within five minutes of me leaving the prison system, I was using drugs with some drugs in my pocket, ready to go sell it, and going back to my neighborhood because I ain't know no better. So within five minutes of me leaving prison system, I was on my way back to prison and didn't know it.
1: That's amazing. I ain't
0: seen my parole officer yet or nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So after that, like, when I started doing that, it was like a never-ending cycle. I get out of prison. Within six months to a year, I was right back in prison again with a new case or a violation of parole or probation. So I've been to prison five times. That's my fifth time being in prison. I got fed up and I was tired. I was like 32 years old. I was tired of being in prison. I was tired of my life, keep going, get out of jail, getting all this money, and losing it all, go back to prison, and it was no light to live because I never had nobody teach me how to be a grown-up, so I didn't know no better. So that's my fifth time being in prison. I went to my chaplains. I want you know what I would see about me. I didn't believe in the Bible was growing up. But I used to go to, you know, my auntie used to take me to church for Sunday school or Easter. So I knew a little bit about Jesus. So when I went to prison my fifth time, I said, let me go to the chaplain. I need some help. What can he do to help me? So I went there and asked him, I need some help. What can you do? He said, what I can do is Jesus inside prison ministry. will be here tonight. I'm going to sign you out. Go see what they got to offer. So I went in there and seen what they got to offer. And Pastor Bubbles wasn't there at the time, but he had a brother from the Jesus house Mm -hmm. whose life's been changed around okay sure they testimony they sure they testimony with me like they planted that seed in me Then that next week pastor bumpers came in there and then this man bought his clean house he, just, he didn't, he's like he said he didn't have no Bible or he didn't have his glasses on so he had to quote the Bible at that time and me not believing in the bible I couldn't imagine in my mind somebody know how to quote this bible word for word and he every scripture I came to him with he was just quoting it back and I had the Bible in my hand, I'm like, wow, man, that's awesome, man. So he broke the Bible down to where I could understand it, because I never understood the Bible before. So when he did that, he sold me right then and there. So March 12, 2012, he led me to the Lord. My life been great ever since.
1: Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Well, I'll tell you, looking back on your story, hunger will make a person do a lot of things, right? Yes. And uh, yes. so that's that's a problem that we we need to solve, right? I mean, um, your family unit was was another issue. Um, they were kind of taking you down the wrong road, but then again, that's what they knew. Yeah. So who did you say took you to church?
0: My great auntie.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. You had some good influence there. And yeah, she uh, what did you remember about Jesus from what you were taught in church then?
0: Cause that's all they preached about with Jesus being die for our sins. Mm-hmm. And I kept hearing it, and I kept hearing it. You know what I'm saying? So I was going to Bible stuff. See, back then I couldn't read the Bible. Okay. So I just I just gave up on it. Cause back then on you know, the word, they had the new uh, the King James version with thee and thou. Mm-hmm. And I was a young kid, like I said, I didn't know how to read, so I just gave up on it doing there. I didn't understand it, so I just gave up. When my father died, I just went to the streets.
1: Mm hmm Well, a lot of people struggle with the King James because the language is older, but now we have different versions at least, so that would help out. Yes. But you had—it's interesting to hear you talk about how you had dreams and then they were um, just kind of shot down. So, but do you think the Lord planted those dreams in your heart?
0: Yes, He did. Mhm. I believe so.
1: And just given you that fatigue, that tiredness of being in prison at age 32, I think all of these things probably led you to being more open to receiving the gospel, don't you think so?
0: Yes. And at that time I didn't have no kids so.
1: Mhm. Okay. I was
0: ready for a change.
1: Yes. So you were looking forward to having a family? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that the motto for Jesus Inside Prison Ministry is preparing men for a successful future.
0: Do you feel yes.
1: that you have that kind of successful future? Yes, I do. How do you see that playing out?
0: Because when I got out of prison, and once I went to, uh, I heard Pastor Buffett, I got saved. He led me to the Lord. I came to the Jesus house. You no, know, Jesus house had Bible study three times a day.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Either you're gonna either you gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. And I, would, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes. And then you know when I got saved, I wanted to hear everything about the Bible. You know, because now I'm thirsting for it. Mm. I'm really mm-hmm. saved now. So them Bible studies, I love it. It's like going to school to me. Yes. So them three times a day Bible study, it kept molding me, and molding me, and everything I set myself to do. I'm the head of right now. Mm
1: hmm.
0: You know, I came to, you know, like I said, I was doing Bible study three times a day. Pastor Bubba's made me a resident director of, over to Jesus House now.
1: Oh, is that right? Okay.
0: Well, yeah. congratulations. Was, yeah, thank you. And then I started going to church. You know, we got church Wednesdays and Sundays. So I was going to church. And I was praying for people. And Pastor seen was in the Word all the time, quoting scriptures, praying. And so he made me the deacon over the church. Mm hmm. Think about an ex-game banger, drug dealer. Used to rob people, been in prison. I'm a deacon of a church. I'm a director <laughs> of a Jesus house.
1: Yes. Well, the Lord has done, done great of... things for you.
0: Oh yeah, it's wonderful. And then I got out of prison. I prayed about a job, so the Lord led me to Willard Mission Ministries.
1: Okay.
0: I started there working part time, making 8.50 an hour. Okay. Part time. Mm-hmm. The Lord said, "I'll make you the head, not the tail, first and not last." So. I stayed there. Within two years, I got five raises.
1: How about now that? Now I'm the
0: supervisor. I'm a supervisor over a third shift now.
1: Oh, excellent.
0: Making good money.
1: Good. Well, that'll certainly set you up for a good future.
0: Oh, well, yeah, but that's not it. <laughs> See, you know, like I said, I always had goals and dreams of what I wanted to do when I was in prison, so I got my small engine trade. So I found me a limo in a trash can. Somebody left it out on a trash can for pickup. So I grabbed it and I fixed it. So I started cutting grass all over the city.
1: Hmm.
0: It was paying me to cut that grass. So I got so much grass I had to cut. I had to buy me a rag line on a trailer and a van. Oh, you got a whole business that, now. Yeah, that's just one of them. See that, but that was like too much like work. So I prayed about it. Lord, I want another business that I ain't have to do so much work. You know, it run itself. So Pastor Bumpers let me get a pop machine in the Jesus house. Uh One pop machine. Okay. You couldn't couldn't tell me nothing about that one pop machine. I was was like, hey, I'm not no drug dealer no more. I'm not a hustler no more. I'm a small business owner. Yes. With That one pop machine. So I started with that one pop machine. I prayed over it. And now within last year, February of last year, it ain't been a whole year yet. Now I got 30 vending machines all over Indiana in high traffic areas. I got one in Walmart. I got some in all kind of warehouses and uh, hotels and suites. The Lord bless me. Now I got 30. I had 36 of them, but I gave six away. I planted seeds on little young guys
1: Wonderful. who were trying to
0: do something. Yeah, so now I got 30 of them.
1: Well, that's enough to keep up with, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you are certainly a success as a small business owner now, and that's very exciting. And it looks like many things are setting you up for an even better future. Do you still yeah. have? Uh, do you are you still in touch with your family at all?
0: Yes, I am. See, when I when I be see when I got saved, like I got see my mother was on drugs. She moved to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So when I got saved, they didn't believe I was saved for a minute. They they talked about me for a minute. Once they seen, I was serious about the Word, and I was in the Word for like two years at that time. They seen, I was serious. My mother my mother uh, came to Christ. My auntie came to Christ. Hmm. My brothers came to Christ. Half my friends have been around me. They seen how I, the Lord changed my life and what He's doing in my life. They've been coming to church with me. they saved now. So the Lord has blessed all my family around me. It's because of me. took that step. I took that stand, and got saved. And everybody around me and all my families that we were doing bad, that was, was trying to get me drugs. When I got out of prison, now they saved, and they living holy lives and that. Hmm.
1: Well, Jesus wants us to be a witness and to share what's happened in our own lives, and that's exactly what you're doing, and it's making an impact. Yes. That's wonderful. So I know that Jesus House is financed. um, It's just a ministry, a Christian ministry. There are no state or federal funds. Um, Can people actually give to the ministry?
0: Yes, they can. We take all donations. We don't turn down no donations.
1: Okay, great. And I think your website is jipm.org. That would be for Jesus Inside Prison Ministry.org. Is there any other way that people can pray for or support you and others coming out of prison and, and just learning about um, the gospel in their own lives?
0: Yes, they could always come to, we always get an open Bible study for men.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a man's
0: facility. But we got a church too. But Pastor got a newsletter he send out once a month, let everybody know what we're doing.
1: Okay. Because now I
0: currently I currently now go into prisons. I'm the head of the juvenile, so I go to juvenile once a month. I go to prisons, jails. So, you know, Lord working in my life too as that.
1: That's wonderful. Well, uh, once again that website is JIPM.org. Uh, Kevin, how would you feel about praying for the people in our audience right now?
0: Yes, I would. I would love to.
1: Please do that. Okay, you ready? Yes.
0: Father, we come to you now in Jesus' name, and we thank you, Lord, for what you do in our lives. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, I'm praying for all them lost souls out there who need to be saved, that you will raise up someone around them that they will listen to. And be saved. And I'm praying for everybody out there who is saved right now, that you will continue to bless them, Father. Show them you, Father, more and more every day. Father, continue to mold them into the men and women that you have them to be. That we wait that we may prosper in all things, be in health, even as our soul prosper. And we thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being with us today. And I know that uh The gospel has made inroads into your life. Not only are you saved, your eternity is secure in heaven with Jesus, but now here on earth, God is doing really great things in your life, with your business, with your ministry, and in your family. So we're so happy to hear about your testimony. Thank you, Kevin, for sharing with us today.
0: It's always a pleasure, but i got one more good one. Good. I'm getting married February the 1st.
1: Oh, that is a good one. <laughs>
0: yeah, look, she sent me a beautiful fiance. She's a beautiful woman that helped me out. I'm getting married to it's first time ever being married.
1: Well, congratulations. First. And, yeah. and what's her name? Her first her name, name is Danielle. Danielle, okay. Well, we just uh, pray a blessing upon you and Danielle as you get started into your uh, your life together. That is really wonderful.
0: Yes, thank you. I, I receive that.
1: Friends, we've been talking with Kevin King, and he's with Jesus House and Jesus Inside Prison Ministry in Indianapolis. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit on Charisma Connection. And once again, be sure to remember to download the app, our new app, charismamediaaudio.com. And that's available to you on your phone, your mobile device, your computer, where you can listen in the spirit to Charisma Magazine. That's charismamediaaudio.com.
0: This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network.